right, everyone, and welcome back to the For All We Know podcast. This is Sarah, Cody, Abby, and Danny. And today we're all, I don't want to speak for everyone, but I'm going to say an emotion, nod with me if you agree, anxious, Bingo. Agreed. Nod, nod. Yeah. Verbal <laughs> nod. Yes. Big nod. Yeah. <laughs> Today we're all anxious and not necessarily for like our topic by any means, eh? but we are um, more so just like anxious because we have a lot going on and we have like a lot on our plates and like some big things are coming up. And so, you know what? We, all of us were really resonating with that. And so we're going to kind of talk about that today. And I'm sure all of our weekly updates somehow relate to that as well. So true. who wants to start us off is the question. Well, number one thing is I missed you guys. I feel like we have all been yes. bebopping around as we've been saying. I feel like that's just like a common theme of our summer. The four of us is it's just like where the hell do the weeks go? But this week we've had like a lot of literal moving around like some big travels so I know selfishly I want to hear um Miss Danny Ober's updates the most from Wyoming guys it was amazing Sarah you were so right it it was amazing (gasps) okay Um, is Wyoming one of your top favorite states now yeah I mean I wouldn't say I've been to like a ton of what you would call like a cool state um, like Wyoming, Montana, those are both awesome. You know, like you don't I'm think Connecticut's like, like New a super Jersey, cool yeah, Delaware. Like. <laughs> okay, but I think probably a lot of people would assume that Wyoming is boring, and I want you to confirm it's not. A hundred percent, it's not boring. And Jacksonville um, yeah. might be one of the bougiest places I've ever been. I know. Wait, okay, you gotta, yeah, let me give like, you a very give- quick little play by play. Yeah, so oh my god, we get there. Day one, we go to the grocery store. We're in the grocery store, and James was like, Danny, that's Caitlyn Jenner. And I was like, what? <laughs> that is, a, is that wild. Is, it was crazy. Yeah, he's like, you know, that's just a big woman, and it's Caitlyn Jenner. Oh and I was like, no God. way. So we like, he's, he's like, it has to be. Like, let's, we took a lap around to make sure, and sure enough, there she was, grocery shopping, just That's in crazy. Jackson Hole, and we were like, oh my god. And then everybody started noticing, and they were following her around with cameras, and what, like, taking sneaky pictures, and so did I, but, um, <laughs> that was crazy. <laughs> wow. So, you sent us that picture, and just I, like, I was like, there's no way, like, it has to be someone who looks like her, and then you sent that picture, and I was like, holy shit, no, no that's like, no, Lynn. that's so crazy. I will say, <laughs> I've heard that Jackson Hole is, like, celebrity central. Yeah, I asked the cashier, I was like, you know, because we were in line, here's what happened, we were in line behind Caitlyn Jenner in the checkout, oh and my God. her chip card was malfunctioning, right, just would not swipe, and in my head, I'm like, sis, if your card is declining, I will spot you. If you need spotted. you imagine? (laughs) This is like an insight into like how amazing Danny is too, because if Caitlyn Jenner's card was declining in front of me, I would be like, what the actual fuck get your shit together? I'd be like, like, my It's like, no, 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 I'll spot you. Oh my God. So then she left and I was like at the cashier and I said, um, does that happen often that you see celebrities and famous people here? And she's like, oh, every day. And I was like, wow. Every day. So it's like a bougie, ritzy area. Everything is expensive there. Um, I don't know, but it was it was awesome. But so that was the first day. We got all settled down. And then the next day we did like one of the most beautiful hikes that I've ever been on. Um, mm. It was called Delta Lake. That's the one that I sent you guys that picture of. Yeah. Oh, my God. That looked literally stunning. 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 Literally it was stunning. a hard as hell hike, but it was it was worth it. It was awesome. Was that the one and that then we was went super to a long, rodeo? Piano? Like how long was that hike? Uh, it was about nine miles, but okay. I would say the last. Oh my gosh! <laughs> like the last <laughs> mile of it, there were like two giant boulder fields that you had to just make your way through, and Damn. the elevation got a little. It was it was a hard last mile, but yeah, it was beautiful. I don't um, think I've walked then, nine miles in like, like this week. Like yeah, like let alone climbed yeah, mountains. Total. Like. It was great. But then that night we went to a rodeo, uh, cool. a real cowboy rodeo. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, it was cool. But like those kind of things scare me. Like one of the guys got bucked mm. off his horse and the ambulance mm. had to come and he had to be taken off on a stretcher. And I was like, oh, yeah, my that's God. freaky. Like oh no. Um. 
Yeah, I mean, we saw a lot of wildlife. We saw bears, we saw moose, we saw, you know, elk, and you name it. It was just, it was amazing. Um, How was the Airbnb, Dano? It was cute. We stayed in uh, a town called Dubois, which is about an hour outside of the park. Um, And so it was a cabin, and had a hot tub. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, just like everything you kind of needed, but the, oh god, those... Those flies from Canada are also Ooh. in Wyoming, so yeah. um, that was. I have a ton of bug bites again. Yeah, so no. I just, this is like the summer. It is the summer of bug bites for me. Um, but we did like all the bougie, the like the million. What's that bar called? Uh, the Million Dollar Cowboy Bar in Jackson. Sorry, oh, were you cool. there? Where like the no. seats, the seats at the bar are saddles. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> have neat. you seen that? Cute. I yeah. love that. Um, we did. Uh, like Cascade Canyon hike. I have to like send you guys pictures and videos and stuff. Yeah. It was just so pretty. James and I did Mormon Row, which is like if you've ever seen a picture of the Tetons, it's like the the barn that you see in front of the giant mountains. So we got there, and five minutes out of the car, there were like these reenactment people there, and they were like, "Come dress up and take your picture." And I was like, "Um, okay." Okay. <laughs> you have to pay. So no, no. And I knew James would probably say no, so I was like, mm, okay. I <laughs> love that. I love that. They're like, you guys are good sports, but um, yeah, it was it was just so 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 pretty. Wait, can I just say about that photo? Like, in the weirdest way possible, it looked so real. Like you and James did look like you could have been no. from that exact moment in time. It was so yeah. weird. It could be- it was very natural. Yeah. It was almost too comfortable no, for you guys. It was I was like, huh, reenactment? Or? We'll, have to, we'll share it on the, the pop. Yeah, we'll oh, share it yeah. on Instagram. It's because a view. It was, I don't know if I offended them, but like they were telling us about Mormons, and I was like, I'm from Lancaster, and these sound a lot like Amish. And they were like, mm. I was about <laughs> to say that picture was giving Pennsylvania Dutch. Yeah, it sure was. Yeah. Yeah. A little overlap. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I would say the worst part about the trip was, and this is pod listeners, maybe TMI, and I don't know if it's just <laughs> me, but I get travel constipation. Like, mm-hmm. what the hell? Mm-hmm. Um, Which especially sucks and, for you. Yeah, well, it yeah. sure does. You would not think a girl with Crohn's disease <laughs> would face constipation <laughs> issues, but every time I travel, it's just a bummer. So, um, I went three days with a belly oh, ache. No. Oh, yeah, so it was sorry. tough times. Danny, but... I feel like that's more common than what you think. Like, I, I think feel it like is I too. definitely suffer from that. And I think it might be because of anxiety. Ugh. So I was trying to read about it and it was like, well, it's because like you're on a plane for a long time, you're not moving, and like, you know, things get backed up. But I was like, I went for nine mile hikes two days in a row. I'm moving. Like, right, things like things are going. Flowing. Yeah. Things should be moving, but they yeah. just weren't. So Ugh. who knows? Do honestly, you carry but... around a little uh medicinal remedy to potentially help you with that no but when we were at the store i was in the laxative aisle i was going to be (laughs) i was going i love that oh danny i feel like i would be so terrified for you and laxatives truly but hey yeah yeah. i guess you gotta do what you gotta do colonoscopy it's tough times (laughs) um the other like crappy part sarah called it american airlines I don't know, put a bad omen on me or something, but Damn. our flights yesterday. I got home this morning at 3.15 in the morning. Oh my Wait, God. yeah, so tell us the saga. Our flights just kept getting delayed and delayed and delayed, and then we were going to have to sleep in Chicago because our flight to Philly from Chicago was going to leave before we landed. Ugh. So we landed, and they were like, we, we had everything like arranged. We're going to get a hotel room. They're going to pay for it. We had everything arranged, and they were like, hey, actually, your flight that you were supposed to take to Philly got delayed. It's still here. And we were like, okay. Oh, God. So, <laughs> and so at that point, um, so many people had like gotten hotel rooms and a different flight that there yeah. were not 90 open seats on this plane so <gasps> oh my god oh my god no so doesn't this in... just seem like this is a thing lately with travel like airports and airlines yeah. like i keep hearing just absolute that's what stories. i'm telling you on it, it, social media all my like influencers or celebrities yeah. are like, complaining about the flights i don't like that danny that's why i said i said girl i'm worried you're gonna face it but well, i'm thankful did. it was on the way home and not the way there um, yeah. So yeah. we didn't. Yeah, but uh, yeah, staffing issues. No flight attendants. So they had to get the crew Tough. from the plane that came in and put them Damn. right on the other flight. So, hmm. um, but yeah, now that I'm home, that was like my last big 
thing that I'm doing this summer. Mm-hmm. And so now I just kind of have like post vacation blues yeah. and I'm thinking of like summer ending and mm. going back to work and it's making me feel some type of way. So yeah. <sighs> I'm glad we're talking about this today because it's, it's, uh, there's a lot of emotion. Very relevant I'm right like, now. Yeah. yeah. I'm like feeling the going back to school anxiety, but like I'm not, like I'm just, not and I know I'm not, but like I, f- like I feel it. I don't know. Yeah. It's like ghost anxiety I guess but well like. yeah and for you it's almost like nothing is changing but you're so used to things changing so it's kind of it's I'm sure it's a weird like adjustment kind of all over again of like okay we transitioned into the new job but now there's this like big massive thing that's supposed to be happening like oh my god going back to school going back to work yeah. and you're already yeah. there yeah uh, it doesn't pretty... help that we all talk about it all the time too. no yeah. we do not shut up well about no it. like I, I mean feel like I would be talking about it too but like yeah. You don't have to. Yeah. yeah I, <laughs> I feel like it's also ingrained in you, Cody. Yeah. Like, you've been a teacher. You've been a student. Yeah, your whole life. So, like, you know. Yeah, like, I feel like you're still going to feel that. That's, like, your lingering PTSD. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's what I think teacher. it is. Like, I think it's, like, <laughs> I should be feeling anxious. So, like, I'm anxious. Like, you yeah. Know, you know. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, oh, wait, guys. There was one more thing from Wyoming that I wanted to tell you that I thought was <laughs> crazy. Um, at the rodeo... Uh, Everybody, like, uh, it was the craziest thing, okay? They did the national anthem, but it's just different in the West. Like, it hits different. There was a girl riding around the ring, a cowgirl on a beautiful horse. She had the American flag, and they sang, um, like, part of their national anthem was the Proud to Be an American song. Uh Uh-huh. And Proud to Be an American. And the whole crowd, all these cowboys, everybody was singing it. And it was just, like, emotional. We were all wow. crying. I was like, whoa, oh my God. I am patriotic tonight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, it was, it was, like, interesting. <laughs> I don't know if it was the horse with the mountains or, or what oh it was, God. but it was just, like, very moving. Oh, my God. Yeah, the West, I feel like, is different. Yeah. Yeah. Especially that kind of West. Like, I do feel like, here's what I say Wyoming is beautiful. I do feel like Wyoming physically is beautiful. I might say the people but. are a little boon boondocky is what I'm getting. So, like when you were describing the Airbnb and you were like, "Yeah, like I feel like places there aren't like places aren't terribly nice beyond Jackson Hole. That place is incredible. It's more like you're going to see the scenery of Wyoming. Yeah, yeah, like, that makes the sense. Town we were in yeah. was like. I mean, we stayed on a ranch, like a like a big plot of land. It yeah. had a couple Airbnbs on it. It was beautiful. The town was definitely like a podunky town. Oh, so yeah. if anybody's yeah. from Dubois, Wyoming, I'm sorry, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I know every episode wow. we're like, we gotta take a trip here, or we have to go here. I know. <laughs> we seriously to need list. to do like a trip somewhere. Oh, because, I love Wyoming. Oh, I was wow. sold at that photo. Can we like post that photo just to like show the world how fucking oh yeah gorgeous it was? like. Jesus. Yeah, I'll I'll post a yeah. few on the story. Oh my god, I'll post the one on Mormon Row too. Don't worry. Damn, but you know what? <laughs> these people in these podunk towns, you know what they don't have? Probably anxiety. <laughs> so not. they're doing better than Holy. us. Is what I'll say. <laughs> Although I will also add to the sentiment: weird that both of us had a similar experience. However, uh, I didn't cry over mine, um, so maybe less emotional. But we were at our very favorite local vineyard um yesterday actually we had some family down and they were doing this like apparently bigger deal of a thing where they brought in like uh, not local artists actually like nashville people did you see my parents um perhaps my parents were there i don't know i don't think i did or else i would have for sure said hello yeah they brought in angie the singer from nashville well there was like okay so there was multiple of them and we weren't there very long. We were we were there more like in the beginning mm. of the day, so that's probably why I missed them. Mm-mm. However, mm-hmm. right when we were walking out, oh my god, I need to just like stop, but because I just was chuckling a little bit, and I shouldn't have been, but whatever. On our way out, last song for the performer that was up there was um, I, I don't know what is the name of that song. Um, proud to be an American. Like I the, think you it's know, proud to be an American. I think it is too. I, I don't know is. what it's called, but it is moving. It well, that was the thing of it was I was just like kind of standing in the back, and I'm watching like one after another. Like we're standing up in the crowd, and people were really. I mean, and this is just like a 
you know, this is somebody's backyard, essentially. Like, this is not Wyoming, where it's like, you know, mountain rolling hills. It was just kind of, to There's me, not a I was like. rodeo crowd either. No, it's like, it, no, cute little vineyard. A beautiful horse. Yeah. <laughs> so it just, yeah, it was cute little vineyard. And then all of a sudden, it was like, proud to be an American. And it was just very, it was like a, a juxtaposition. Mm-hmm. So it was really. Yeah, my wine and cheese doesn't thing. fit with this. Yeah. No, no. So I, I just kind of was taking it in. And I was like. This is interesting. And I literally would never yeah. have brought that up had Dano not initiated it. So weird that we that, had a similar experience. That is funny. <laughs> Abby, how did it go? How did uh, your family like floating? I saw you guys went on a float trip. Yeah. So oh. my in-laws were in for the last couple days. Um, we floated with them and it, it was it was really fun. That was one of the things that they were wanting to do this summer. Um, we talked. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, had they ever have they ever done it before? Um, not here. One, my mother-in-law had done it like years and years and years ago. Um, but we had talked them out of thankfully. They were wanting to like pack a whole day with floating and doing other things and we were like, "Listen, when you're no, floating, no. like you simply that is all you're doing that whole entire day." And guys, it's crazy. I will never understand Floating. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh my god. I, no, my all of my friends love to yeah. float. You know what it is, Danny? You said this last time on one of our pods. Floating requires something called relaxing. Yes. And it's not in my blood. <laughs> yep. It's not. Well, Sarah, I yeah, will sit on my floor and I'll that. think about what I need to be exactly. doing. Anxiety. There it is. Yep. <laughs> you Sarah, we were talking you about s- that. You sent me that float video. Would you do that? Danny. No. Or you I just sent it because it's in my backyard. Yeah. <laughs> because it's in your backyard. I was yeah, wondering yeah. if you knew what it was. Yeah, I sure do. Yeah. And we'll all go there. <laughs> we'll see. And that's well, what we're talking Abby. about. Yeah, because they're um, one of the the members who actually was not here with us. They were at home. They had work. Um, he's like really bad at relaxing. And we were like, do you think he would like this? And no, the answer would be no. So it is very like you have to because yeah. you're you're in it. I mean, you are, there's no leaving, there's no You're cutting stuck. it short, like you put the car in a certain place, that's where you there's are. fish, if yes. it takes you seven hours, yep. it takes you seven hours. Literally. <laughs> so it honestly, it's a good thing to just kind of oh force yourself into relaxing mode, but if you have a hard time getting to that point even, it, it's, a, it's a tough sell. For sure. It honestly gives me anxiety thinking about it. Yeah, I would <laughs> like, never I pick can. you as the person who, like, yes, she would love this so much. I, I no. You have no. leech PTSD. <laughs> yeah. Like, I fair, do, though. No wonder you hate it. too. Yep. But it also is beyond the leeches. The leeches were nothing. It actually brought me excitement in my float. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> You're like, whoa. It's the, <laughs> it's the relaxation that really gives me a lot of stress yeah you need to have a conversation with my husband because his issue is attention span but like same like similar vibe of like i can't sit here and just do this for too Mm -hmm. long yeah i think you guys would vibe on on the float yeah i'm sure yeah definitely i could sit there all damn day i swear to god same (laughs) i know sarah what's been up in your world gals you know what i've had a lot of anxiety this week i just feel like um so, like, my grad program, like, there's just a lot of looming stress around that. Yeah. So that's just been, that's, like, a dark cloud that's been hanging over my body since, like, I mean, for the past, like, three years. But, like, since May, it's gotten, like, the heat's kicked in a bit. And so is that because there's a deadline coming up? Like, what do you think it is? Yeah. Like, I I think, like, up until this point, it was like, oh, turn in an assignment on Sunday. You know, whatever. Yeah. Get 100. Call it a day. Yep move on now it's like the legitimate study that i'm writing mm-hmm. and it's just like there's more pressure it's like i can't not give a fuck at this point yeah so oh bleep yeah. that out Beep. sorry um <laughs> but um yeah so that's it's just been stressful yeah it's just it's more serious so that's been yeah. looming and um we also i love to host i really do um we're hosting my husband's football coach colleagues on friday how many um, so like, there's going to be eight men and eight wives. Wow. Ah! That's a lot. That's a lot. I know. So I'm just, like, a little stressed. We're, like, getting the house organized. Like, we're trying to make it look presentable. Yeah. And more so, like, this is what we're going to talk about in this pod today is, like, ways we're trying to reduce our own anxiety. Mm -hmm. And I think, like, half of this is for my guests, but half of it is also to, like, calm my nerves. Yep. Because, like, when my house is organized, I'm going to feel a lot better. Yeah. So... It is stressful right now because obviously taking and finding the time to do it, but that's really what we've been doing all week is just 
cleaning a, and organizing. I have a house cleaning question. Do you okay. also, like, go along, like, the stupid, like, edges of your trim and, like, dust it because you're worried somebody is going to randomly look at, like, Oh, oh I do that percent. shit for yeah. sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, yeah. Okay. A thousand percent. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In my bathrooms? Mm-hmm. Like, no the, the way. The bathrooms. No yeah, way. what the hell? Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, I feel like we have so, to, like, go back to that it li- a little bit deeper in the episode because I, I was hosting, too, this past couple days, and it is just, like, mm-hmm. there are certain things that I think look like you're doing them for other people, and maybe in a sense you are, but it's also a lot of, like, yeah. I would feel more anxious if, you didn't have five different options for something to drink. Like, I don't know. It's so yeah. freaking dumb. But I, I get you on that for sure. But we have lots to discuss. Yeah. Well, yes, guys, definitely. here's something. Um, something that potentially could cause Sarah some anxiety. Oh, no. <laughs> we had a, a pod listener message us on the gram. And... Fact. Oh, and we fact sure did. Check this is yes. a, this is a brief this is a brief intermission sure from our conversation. Did. Sure, but you know, being caught red-handed could certainly give you some anxiety, Sarah. Our pod listener pointed out the fact that Sarah here has been to a Jonas Brothers concert and she had fun. She liked it's it, true. and she did not tell us during the episode that Sounds she participated. Like Joho energy, baby. Sure does. Sounds like you've you been know caught, what? Sarah. You know what? Comment. Tom, Tom wanted to be um, wanted to be given a shout out, so we will give a shout Who's out. Who's Tom? Tom? This was an anonymous podcast. Tom, Tom who? Yeah. Of course. Thank I you, love anonymous listener, stuff. for this relevant information. Yes. <laughs> Tom I just literally thought- texted me and was like, so I was listening to the pod and I found it so interesting weird. that. And then, guys, <laughs> literally, he kept sending me, like, pictures from, like, my, like, not childhood, but pictures of my younger years and we would all hang out. And he's like, should I show them this? How about this? <laughs> yes, he would Tom. send me, like, memes. He's like, this reminds me of what you said on the pod. Should I show them this? Wait, like, Tom, the answer okay. is always yes. A real <laughs> <Yeah>. one. Like, <laughs> don't hesitate. Like... Oh I'll DM you my personal number. Like, yes. So, yeah. So, anyway. Unfortunately, I have been to a Jonas Brothers concert, but I was in denial my whole life because I, I hate that. Yeah, the well, now you're step exposed. step is acceptance. So, nice work, Sarah. <laughs> Agree. Okay. Oh, my God. Wow. Well, uh, I guess well, yeah. related to the Joe Bros. Cody, um, how are you? <laughs> I am doing all right. Um, I had a, like, pretty calm week except for today. Um, I did, I did, before I get into today, I did actually get to hire someone, like, officially. Cool. Like, I got to call them Yay. and be like, Big update. Um, so yes, I'm officially no longer the only baker. That's <laughs> freaking great. awesome, dude. Um, and I don't have to make brownies every day, which is gonna be great. Um, that will relieve some anxiety. Um, Love. Today, I don't know what it is about, like, myself thinking I can squeeze, like, 7,000 things into like one day but today I had work and then my mom came to visit for literally like three hours oh and then I like I was like mom like I'm doing this thing at like 5 30 like you gotta go (laughs) and so then like now we're doing the pod and then yeah I have like a little like thing after this that's like drinks somewhere so like Okay, I don't know why yeah. I, I yeah. block out my schedule Just so much, a lot but going I, on. I feel like I go, like, weeks without doing anything, and then I will mm-hmm. just, like, pack my schedule, and I don't know why yeah. I do that. I really should just, like, spread it out, but... I, know. I, do, I kind of relate. Yeah, yeah, I definitely do that. I know. Yeah. Um, well, and that's kind of, like, where I'm at. Oh, God, you guys. I, I'm simply not going to lie to you. I am not doing excellent. Um... Because I'm down to, like, the last six days before I am um, back to the calling. Um, and here's the crazy <laughs> thing. It sounds like a, like, like a Mormon yes, church. I'm back, everyone. <laughs> back to the script. List. <laughs> I got a fit for you. <gasps> <laughs> no, but I'm like, I keep... So today, specifically. So we had family down the last couple days, and I'm like okay, this was good. Like we, you know, keep my mind off things, whatever. But then it is just like, Sarah, you were saying with your dissertation, like this, all of these things are looming and just kind of like surrounding me, but I have been ignoring them, which is my own fault. Mm -hmm. But then it's like, 
like you said, Cody, you know, there's there's been a lot of time that I have not been doing a lot. And I think it was the right decision for myself to just kind of like give myself a true break. But my God, I I mean, I've been doing this. This will be the fifth, you know, year that I'm teaching. I have Girl. never listen. I've never <laughs> felt like this before ever. I have never felt like. It's so sad. It is. It is actually. When you say five years, I'm like, girl, get out. (laughs) What are we doing? I just like. I normally. I. I honestly, my whole life, I used to like enjoy back to school. Like I would get to the point where I would be like, I'm ready. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, all the stuff gets put out in Target. I'm like, cool. Like I'm ready to get back to the grind. And I, I just do not feel a single ounce of it this year. And it is sad you know, and weird and I'm confused. Why do you think that know. is? I, well, first of all, here's what I want to tell you. I don't think you're alone at all. No. Yeah, I no wonder worry. if this is like school specific or like nationwide. Yeah. Like teachers just aren't vibing. Obviously, Definitely. we know like yeah. teacher numbers have been affected yeah. across the board in terms of like retention mm-hmm. and graduates going into teaching profession. So, but I just like, I... Like, why? This is also, like, part of my study, so I'm, like, Oh, my God. Well, subject. interesting. <laughs> I mean... Like, what do you think is contributing to this? I think... That's a really good question, because that's what I've been kind of trying to figure out, because it's... I feel the worst, and I feel like I have the most anxious feelings when I can't understand why I feel the way I feel. So, yeah. like, this is a familiar thing, but it's not a familiar feeling. So... Yeah, I think for me right now, it is a mix of one. I'm kind of in a similar situation with my master's because it is halfway through my last course. This is where it's kind of like when the rubber hits the road, like I have to really start Mm -hmm. like writing things and submitting things. So there's five weeks left of that, which of course, butts directly up next to the beginning of a school year. Fine. I also think (laughs) it has to do with there are going to be a lot of changes at work Mm -hmm. where this year is going to be pretty different for me I think and I don't exactly even like I can't even pinpoint specifically one or two or three things I think it's just going to be a culmination of a lot of different things that I'll have to deal with and the last big piece of it which I've never had to kind of juggle before is I have other things like going on in my life that I really want to prioritize and that I've been liking prioritizing Mm -hmm. like you know all of this stuff with TikTok and just my future plans and like potentially making bigger moves in the near future. It's like I have other things that feel like priority. And of course, like things I don't I feel like I don't even have to say like my family is a priority because that's always been a thing. But I think just I have other like motivators now. So it's harder for me to like almost not give up on them because I don't intend on doing that, but it's just going to be a little bit more of a, Put them a balancing on the act. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. a juggling yeah. Not even thing. on the background, but just like, yeah. Juggling. Oh, I yeah. I so I, I don't know. I'm, what I said to PJ today, my husband, was that I need to take the next couple days and like seriously mentally prepare myself. Like I, I as much mm-hmm. as I want to just say, screw it. And, you know, I want to soak up every last ounce of summer. I know myself well enough to know that I'm not going to do the best with that. Like, I need to start, like, sitting down with my planner and maybe looking at some school stuff and getting up at a real time, like, for work. So, I don't know. I don't know how you guys are feeling, like, going back to school. But for some reason, it's just, it is hitting me this summer. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Hard. And I I think because we're all in that like funky like age where we are like, this can't possibly be the next 25 years. Yeah. Like, (laughs) we are. So I think we're just. Yeah. Age group. That's like. I think we're confused. No. Yeah. So I'm sure that's also leading to why we're like. I agree. What am I. It's almost a feeling of like, what am I doing? Yeah. Like, we're (laughs) we're here again. Like, you're doing this again. Yeah. 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 I have my classroom setup day on Thursday, and so one thing that I was going to do is I want to try to wake up and go to the gym. Mm. I'm gonna try to pull an Abby because this year I want to like <laughs> I want to I want to do all that stuff in the morning so yep. that I can focus and like have time in the afternoons after work to yeah. feel like yeah it's not my whole day. So I'm gonna wake myself up you, at 4:30 in the morning and get to the, well at least try see how it goes get to the gym and get to work on time. Yep. 
Um, but like just the idea of it is, and, and I think for me, it's because I did so much this summer and it was amazing and fun. And I, I, you know, I was so busy with all good things, but I feel like I didn't necessarily get a chance to relax. Like everything I yeah. did was yeah. fun and yeah. relaxing, but like just my whole schedule was so crammed. And now I'm like, oh yeah. shoot, work is starting in, t- you know, two weeks and I'm, I'm going to be equally as busy as I've been for the past now. Yeah. You know, 18 months. Yeah. So I don't know. I would love to know how people work with transitions, like transitioning yeah. out of summer into school or just any sort of big transitions that come your way. Like I'm not good at them every year yeah. that I have to go back to school. I go through like a four week depressive episode where yeah. I'm just sad and yeah. irritable and like, it's not the best me. So yep. I don't know how we, how we yeah. uh, overcome that. Well, Danny, I think yeah. like so many, like I'm, I'm resonating so hard with a lot of different things that you just said. Number one, I think it's important to note for the podcast people, n- this is not a teacher podcast. Like I, I feel as though we've made that pretty perfectly clear. Like any of these transitional moments can be applied to any profession, any life scenario. Like for us, it just yeah. happens to be this at this time. The other thing that I think is so interesting is you had a very super busy traveling, running around summer. I kind of feel like I I was busy, don't get me wrong, but I almost feel like I'm having a hard time because I had so much relaxing and downtime that I'm now, uh, it feels like I have to pry myself away from that because yeah. I loved it and enjoyed it so much. And, and that's just yeah. the problem that I always, always find is that our life is so zero to a hundred, you know, it's like yep. you're mm-hmm. on, on, yep. on, on, on working your butt off all night long, all day long. And then it's like, okay, poof, here's two months, go do whatever you want. And it's like, whoa, now we have to snap back. So it's just a ha- transition really is. That is, it's hard. It really is hard. And I think that's like a, sp- how do you specifically target the transition when it's hard? Is it, is it the easing into it? Is it ripping the bandaid off? Like, I don't know, because we yeah. know how to cope with anxiety, I think, but there is something specific about how, that transition. That's interesting. How how do we cope with anxiety within us four here? What do you guys usually do? Mm, true. I don't know if I'm the best with it. Yeah. I'm definitely not the best with it. I well, what do you know, guys, like... what do you guys do? Like when, when, I guess when I say like, oh, we know how to do it. Like, I think it's just, maybe that's more of a familiar feeling than the transition yeah. feeling that we, ha- that feels like a big, like stamp, like an event because yeah, you're yeah, right. There's, so there are different things. Yeah. That's so true. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I know this feeling. I know I'm not coping with it well, but like I, it, it is familiar. Mm-hmm. That's so true. Yeah. yeah. Um, I feel like I was raised in like the 90s, 2000 parenting style where I don't know if anybody else's parents was like this, but like my parents were like, I love them to death. I think they did a great job with my brother and I, but it was very much like suck it up. Like you'll be fine. Like, so that's why I don't think like any of us 90s babies are really great at processing. Yeah. Anxiety. I mean, some of us, granted, I'm sure are great. You probably had really emotionally in tune parents, but <laughs> but I feel like like I always was just taught to keep keep pushing. Yeah. And I see myself doing that as an adult. Like I see myself being like, it's okay. Like if you get over this hump, you're gonna feel so much better next week. But then like next week comes, and I have all of these different you know things yeah. that are keeping yeah. me busy and getting me anxious. So like I definitely don't deal with anxiety. I think. Like, if I do anything, it's light a stress relief candle from <laughs> Bath and Body Works. I use a bath bomb and I take <laughs> yeah. a bath. <laughs> yeah, no, but literally, or like I'll go for a drive or like go for a walk, like just something to like forcibly remove myself from a situation. Yeah. But the sad thing is, and I don't know if anybody else feels this, is I feel like sometimes I literally just don't have the time to cope with my anxiety yeah Yeah. so well especially you as a mom like I feel like that probably changes everything because I mean back to the 90s parents of it all like I think that and and not to say it's not like this now with moms and dads and everyone but you know so many times I've seen moms and you know friends or whoever but Mm -hmm. you don't you just simply don't have that luxury or honestly not even moms but anyone who is responsible for the care of another human like what do you do? Yeah. How do you prioritize yeah. yourself in that scenario? I honestly don't know. Like, that's crazy hard. Well, and I feel like, yeah, so mom adds like a whole nother element. But I also feel like in America, and I definitely think this is culturally, 
we prioritize work so much and that is like at least for me I don't know for you guys but like work was always my biggest source of anxiety like yeah consistently I mean busy schedule yes but I think the busy schedule from work is like what now again it was like very much self-inflicted so I'm not placing (laughs) blame necessarily on anybody else but like I remember vividly going from a summer of managing summer school to coaching to starting a new school year and like I went to my doctor and I had to get on like anti-anxiety meds because I was so stressed Mm -hmm. and like again that's work Like, that is, like, our culture is, like, you must work and you must do this. And, again, I was that bitch preaching that four years ago. So don't come for my necks. I'll say it myself. (laughs) But um, I do think, like, yeah, I, like, worked myself to that point. And I'm sure there's a lot of other people who do that as well. And we need to realize, like Abby was talking about, like, our priority doesn't have to be work. And Mm -hmm. it's okay if it's not. And, you know, you need to work to survive. But, like, you don't need to surround your life around your work yeah. i agree Sarah, I, this I might like, sound a little oops sorry go ahead Cody. you go ahead you go ahead no you're fine i was just go ahead say, mine, I, mine I, was I, not mine <laughs> you go mine was not like <laughs> no. no you go no you, you go, go. <laughs> um i was just gonna say i like really resonate with like the i don't have time to deal with it because like yeah. i like especially now like i don't have time during the day to like do things that i would like normally do like if I had a down mm-hmm. moment, like, make a doctor's appointment or, like, whatever. And, like, yeah, I, yeah. like, I, there are so many things that I've just been putting off and mm-hmm. that, like, mm-hmm. I genuinely need to do, like, things for, like, my freaking car registration. And, like, yeah. I'm, like, I simply don't have time to, like, work, go home and do that and then, like, also, like, be a human for, like, yeah. 90 minutes. And that's the stuff but... that stacks up and makes you feel more anxious when you know you have to make a doctor's appointment, but you're mm-hmm. like, I yes. literally do not have 10 minutes. Like, oh, it's it's so tough. Yeah. It's a cycle yeah. of just bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, everybody's nervous system is shot. Sarah, another thing that I think our society pushes, and this is what I was going to say, is this might sound a little, like, woo-woo spiritual. <laughs> oh, I'm, we're here for it. Witchcraft, yeah. if you will. <laughs> is that, that's something, you know, I haven't gotten into that with the pod yet about the, the woo-woo side of me. But <laughs> um, I think our society really pushes the idea that we are supposed to be happy 24-7. And that's yeah. just not realistic. Great like, point. that is, you, you, yeah. you have, like, you know, one bad day or you're anxious for a little bit and all of a sudden mm-hmm. it's like, so I have to get rid of this feeling and people yeah. do yeah. that. So, like, try anything, you know, quick yeah. fixes, whether it's a drink or your smoke whatever yeah. like whatever yeah. your like fixes to like help cope with those things yeah. um rather than just like and i'm I, i'm not very good at this but sitting and processing and like understanding those feelings um yeah. well and that's like literally no like i vividly remember like what you and cody are saying i vividly remember sitting in my doctor's office and being like I don't have time to cope. Yeah. So I need, I just, I need yeah. the meds. Right. Like, I don't, like, yeah. there's, no, I and so it's like, it's so experience. messed up. I like, yeah. I went to the doctor and I was like, hey, like, I need something to help because yeah. there's no yeah. time to do. Oh, I hate I that. What I like should be doing. Yeah. So. And I'm not like, Danny, I know like your point, like Danny is also like the chillest human. Like, if you <laughs> need meds, get meds. You know oh, what I mean? Like, yeah. there, no, yeah, there's yeah, no, yeah. but at the same time, like what Danny is saying is like, we need to take that time. Yeah. And I do think other cultures emphasize, like, the midday work break where you yeah. go home Siesta. for two hours, right. you know? Yeah. And, like, and it's just our focus is so different than other countries, and I do think it leads to the decline. I mean, look at our professions, like teachers and nurses and, like, very needed professions. Like, burnout yeah, is insane. Literally. Yeah, it's just and it's overstimulation. Like, yeah. Yeah, and we're like, what can we do to make it better? And it's like, we need to shift yeah. our entire Quit. perspective. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's no quick That's fix why for it. all of us, all yeah. of us, our whole like, generation is like, this sucks no what I is know. that yeah. and i feel like older generations look at us and sarah you're right like suck it up just deal with exactly. it. exactly and it's like yeah. well like no i know i don't i don't know how to but, just suck it up when it's like a consuming feeling like being overwhelmed yeah. and exhausted and, the other thing is though i think we have more things to be overwhelmed and consumed by oh my gosh like yeah, i remember i remember our last parents year, didn't have social media that and like Last year, like, Abby, your whole, like, a major source of stress for you was house hunting. And, yeah. like, 
Yeah. Back in their day, like, you could just go get any house that you wanted with yeah. however much money that you had. Well, and, and I will also say, too, to that point, I think it's 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 totally valid and true. I think it's, you know, oh, God, I'm going to go on, like, a history nerd, like, five seconds, so just bear with me. It'll be fine. <laughs> You'll survive. But, like, you know, 100 years ago, people are just, like, trying to survive. That was their stress, and that was really hard, too. Hampst ever they would see anxiety <laughs> and say like oh you're just sad like oh you're just you you're crazy yeah. like i just now right now like the culmination of everything is we're much more self-aware as a society you know there yes. are more things there are more just cogs in the wheel the you know ob- obviously all of those things we know to be true and shit's really hard it's expensive to be alive yeah. right now it's mm-hmm. it's really hard to get ahead you know financially professionally whatever it's gonna be there's a lot to freaking Abby, deal with i am just giggling because your perspective is so true like our great-grandparents in their graves are probably listening like, to this podcast right now, and they're like these bitches are complaining about anxiety because they don't have time in their day i had to worry about literally dysentery like i'm literally thinking of like the oregon, the oregon trail, trail. game like, we had to carry our offices across the country <laughs> and that's on perspective yeah. <laughs> oh no you're so, so right. yeah we get it like we are not naive into the fact oh that, yeah like, we are privileged and like these anxiety feelings are probably so minimal compared to others however i think anxiety is a feeling that everybody can share in regardless of what your circumstance well and what we're getting good at is not accepting badness like i think as a whole like even in our relationship the four of us that's something that brought us together pretty damn quick was you know we all had this crap misery (laughs) you you said it not me Um, but it's true and and we all just and and 30 years ago people might have just accepted like this is what i chose to do this is how my life is and it it does have to do with a a profession but it's also more than that just this this general feeling of like well this is how it is this is my life I'm not I don't accept that if 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 Mm -hmm. I'm feeling bad and if I feel like holy shit I have not even had time to make a doctor's appointment I will quite literally cut things out that maybe I said I was going to do for another person maybe that means taking a sick day like I I'm choosing to do that because I just simply will not accept that my the rest of my life is going to be dedicated to something that does not make me feel good or multiple things that that don't make me feel good. So I'm proud of us collectively Mm -hmm. for challenging like life and circumstances and being like, we're going to make changes, even if the changes are hard because we don't want to just sit in badness as our life. Yeah. Yeah. No, my mom like observed that of our generation, like when we were all going through changes and like, especially when I was going through like my job change, my mom was very much like, I respect your generation because you guys will yeah. leave. We're not just sitting like, around. You do not we'll have do pride in. It. Yeah, like Abby's getting fired up. I love it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's like, oh, <laughs> yes, fist pumping. I told you I was in a mood. Okay, <laughs> here it is. No, but I do think like that's what's cool about us—the younger generation, like twenties, thirties, right? Like we know our worth. We simply won't. And this isn't just like teaching. I have friends in corporate America who I've heard like they've been like screwed over or like pay wise. It just hasn't been to their marker. Mm -hmm. And they've been like, no, like no hard feelings. I'm out. Like, and I just think that's like a really brave part of our generation. And I think it's cool. Some people I think are a little entitled Mm -hmm. and some and that's a fine line. Like, I do think you have to stand up for yourself. Yeah. But I do think there are some bratty people in every generation but i don't know yeah yeah. okay so back to anxiety though i know (laughs) danny i feel like i i'm seeing your brain like just working like you you're thinking you're sitting here like what's what's at the forefront right now well so i was just thinking about you saying like when you know if you don't have time to make it like you start cutting things out yeah um and then I was also thinking about how you have told us that one of your coping, not necessarily your best coping strategy, is to go and isolate Into yourself. Into isolation and- mode. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so what is the difference between you isolating versus you intentionally taking time out? 
That's a really good question and I think something to differentiate because you're right, the two really can look look similar. I think I think it always goes back to prioritizing for me. Like what that doesn't look like is me ditching plans with people who fill my cup. You know, like if I had mm-hmm. dinner plans with three of you guys, I would hope that if I just flat out canceled last minute, that would raise a big fat red flag and you'd be like, is this bitch okay? Because the answer is yeah. probably no. And I don't, but what I would do is let's say I said I was going to go to a work happy hour that was going to require a lot of kind of social time that was not going to necessarily fill my cup, that I was going to do a lot more giving than taking, that I might ditch, Mm -hmm. you know? So, but it is, I was just thinking too, like today I've just had a long day and there's been a lot of thoughts in my head and a lot of anxieties and whatever. I haven't checked any of our group chats. I haven't responded to any texts and I'm like, Why do I feel in my head that I'm like, okay, I'll just wake up tomorrow morning and do it. Like, no, I could very easily just like take a couple deep breaths and it's like stuff I want to do. So that's what's so hard. It's not like I'm not looking at these group chats because, oh my God, like responding to a text is going to give me anxiety. I just in my, like, I need to get better about that because even tonight it's 630 and I'm like, okay, well, tonight's a wash. I'll just wake up tomorrow and have a better (laughs) day and start then. And it's like, that's shitty I don't like that like so I don't know I don't know how to to kind of fix all those things but what about you guys like where do you see the line between you know pulling back and also still doing things that that kind of help yourself I actually like (laughs) you were like oh like not responding to text and like hmm sounds familiar like I do that too I know um I like and sometimes it's because I don't have time and sometimes it's because I don't have like the mental capacity mm-hmm. at the moment. But yeah. I think I think there is a balance of like that being healthy and that being like, all right, I could probably respond to a text at this point. But yeah, sometimes that sometimes that is what you need to do, you know, like and I don't think that is something that you should be hard on yourself about, because if you just need to put your phone down, then you can yeah. put your phone down, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But you're right. I'm, like, the queen of that, and I get a lot of guilt from that, is just, like, not responding to people. I'll literally respond two days later, sometimes, like, a week later, and I feel like an asshole, but I also, like, we need to take care of ourselves. You're right. And I, like Cody was saying, I'm just too busy, or I simply don't have the emotional capacity. Mm -hmm. And there's, like, no hard feelings, I'm not trying to be a dick, but, like, I literally just need to, like, sit on my couch and stare at a wall. Yeah. Right? Sometimes it doesn't even have to do with the person who's texting you. Like, sometimes no, it's just, No, it like, usually I, like, doesn't, yeah. I feel like. Yeah. yeah. No. Like, I see a notification no. on my phone, and I'm like, no. No, like, agree. Yeah. 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 I totally agree. I think it's getting more and more easy for at least my overall battery, my social battery, my emotional battery, like, to deplete. It gets quicker and quicker for my social battery yep. to yeah, just I agree. be on red. And I don't know necessarily why that is, but um, I also have been trying to figure out ways that I can help myself. Like, what can I do to fill yeah. my battery back up? Um, I have, a, yeah, I have and, a potential insight to that. Okay, um, let me hear As it. the group grandma at almost oh, 29. Oh, please. Um, yeah. I have noticed... As I've gotten older, especially within the last, like, three years, I have so little space for, like, emotional space and just mental space for things that don't immediately, like, like Abby said, fill your cup or, like, things that I'm not prioritizing. And so, like, a social situation where I'm not invested 100%, I feel I have very little battery for so, yeah. you know, I think that comes with just getting older. Growing up. And I think you're yeah. right. And I think I'm going through that, like, very heavily right now. Um, mm-hmm. I'm just kind of been realizing that a lot of the friendship, like, f- friendships and things that I have invested a lot of time and effort into are, I mean, it's just part of growing up and, like, you know, you grow apart and whatever. But yeah. 
um, like relationships that I still feel like I invest a lot into that don't necessarily, it's not a two way street anymore. Yeah. And I'm more and more realizing like, oh, I keep trying to water this and it's not going to grow because I can't be the only one taking care of this. And it's, that's sad. Like that in and of itself, you know, it is is sad growing up and growing apart and, um, like rejection that you feel with yourself there too. You're like, no, no, no. Like this can't be right. Like I can do it. It actually is. Yeah. Yeah. Especially with something you've had for a while. Almost like a resentment too. Like why am I still Mm -hmm. investing all this time and effort into this relationship and you're not like, yeah. And yeah. Mm -hmm. So that has been honestly like the last two weeks, very heavy, like me just noticing, okay, I feel like I put a lot into this friendship and don't get a lot in return. And, and, and that's fine. You know, yeah. that's just yeah. life. But that I think will coming you know, you know, cutting some of those things off or just being more aware of them is a way that I can yeah. definitely keep more energy for myself. You know, like I don't yeah. need to. Yeah. Well, and I think it's so much all the time. I think it goes back to like, I mean, all of these things are tying so beautifully into each other, honestly, because I'm just, I'm sitting here thinking, and I think this is like, if you're listening to this, you've made it this far, this is your sign, this is your reminder, that you don't have to really do anything. You know, like, mm-hmm. we we are all, trust me, we are all people that we go to what we need to go to. We are reliable. It's not like we're over here being like, if something doesn't make me 100% happy, I'm going to cancel, I'm going to not do it, whatever. No, like, exactly. We're all doing what we need to do. However you you are in charge of your life like you get to decide when and if you stop doing something or you don't have to say yes to everything I think I've gotten really good at just simply saying no to things like if I can't emotionally give enough to a situation or whatever it is like you're allowed to say no to it. it and so all of these things are like I said fitting into each other but it doesn't make it any easier like it's a hard thing to get there and be like damn I don't even want to do these things I used to want to do and and that's a really weird thing to navigate too yeah I think for me like right out of college and like even just like in college like whatever I was like the more people I can have in my circle like the better and so I would literally say yes to everything. I would like I would want to hang out with everyone and like yeah. try to make plans with as many different people. And just that has been a huge shift for me. And like the mm-hmm. it's not quantity, it's quality. Yeah. But, like, yes, that's it's, exactly it's it, true. Cody. That yeah. is that's it's cliche exactly but yeah. true. I've been feeling yeah. yeah. And that's been like an anxiety inducing scenario i'm sure danny yeah like yeah just... well it's like oh my god am i losing friends or am i just being more intentional with my relationships yeah. that and is the question think... yeah right? and i like knowing you danny you're always intentional with your relationships yeah. i think it's just like the receiving end and i also think that you can put things on the back burner for now like if these people if they're not gonna be like you don't have to cut it off completely not that you would like you're not the type to be like we're done screw you um, (laughs) you know like I wouldn't give up that hope yet like I think you know maybe just put it on your back burner for right right now and yeah prioritize people as much as busy and you yeah 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 but for me that gives me like major anxiety because I am like mm-hmm. a people pleaser at heart. Like yeah. I just like I have a t- yeah. hard time saying no to things. So yeah, I've I've been in a few situations where I've had to like say no to things where I normally would not have or like yeah, yeah. tell someone that I'm not prioritizing them at the time and yeah. that was like really tough at the time. Yeah, but, but those are good boundaries. Well, you gotta do. You gotta do. You gotta do. And I think that's why we're so busy is because we do stack on like when people I still struggle with that like if people say like even like somebody who I'm not even close with if they're like do you want to get coffee and I'm like not really but sure <laughs> right like, yep. to be nice I yep. will yep. yeah you like you know like then like day of I'm just so stressed and I'm anxious and it's just like yeah overwhelming and it's like consuming that I don't even have a good time so yep. totally yeah I don't know it's definitely like friendships and navigating that can be really challenging I know. um and extra anxiety inducing on top of all the other shit you have to deal with in your day yeah work relationships being yeah you know, oh my god I know being yeah. a fucking woman like can we oh just, yeah. let's that's just go episode, for it but, like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's a whole other episode I know but. yeah 
No, but really, I think all of those things lead us then to not be able to fill our cup. Yeah. And that's why at the end of the day, we have this like continued feeling of anxiety into the next day. And like, so yeah, Abby has been like, I remember when I, where I used to work, Abby and I worked right next to each other. And um, Abby was always like really inspiring towards the end of my time there and being like, you don't have to do anything. Like literally do the bare minimum some days and yeah i have now embodied that and that's now my lifestyle abby equals doing the bare minimum <laughs> stop <laughs> no no me me instinctually being like yeah but no, no yeah no. totally no sarah you're Wait. you're the best for that i and by the way i subscribe to that i am fully sending on a, like we're here for it take care of Ain't yourself nothing wrong yeah again it's that cultural piece like abby's like in tune with different like we don't have to prioritize our work like we can care about ourselves yeah and like we don't have to sell our souls is essentially the message that abby provides amen to that (laughs) all of our yeah have you guys seen this just makes me laugh because we're talking about all these things that stress us out and give us anxiety and have you been seeing those memes this week about like the aliens, the government said that there's aliens and people are like so stressed that they don't even care. Oh my God. Um, wow. Because it's so true. You didn't see that? No, I didn't yes. even see it. I'm so off. I'm isolating oh my myself. God. Oh my God. Like oh, confirmed that there are aliens. aliens are real. Yeah. Okay. Well, add that to the list of shit to worry about. Great. That's the exact yeah. reaction from every single millennial on this planet. Awesome. Well, I'm it glad to like, hear that we're on the oh, same cool. page. Great. Yeah. You know what? Okay. And this is like a little bit of a heavier topic, but... On similar note, Danny, I've seen, like, I get these TikToks from, like, random moms, like, who are American but living in other countries, and they're like, I'm a mom, but I'm living in Barcelona, and, like, the beauty of Barcelona is, like, there's not as much social anxiety because there's so many stricter laws on things like guns or, like, all of those things. Interesting. I do feel like social anxiety and safety now that I'm a mom has been like a heightened anxiety. You've been saying that for a while with Bo. Yeah. Yeah. So especially even thinking about like school, right? Like sending him to school and like, do I homeschool Mm, him? Which I would like, ask me 10 years ago, I would like die on the floor laughing if you said I'm going to homeschool a child. And I haven't made that decision yet because he's only nine months. But (laughs) like all of these things, like safety is like anxiety inducing for me. And I look at these people in other cultures and I'm like, wow, like it must be nice that these moms don't or get scared every day when they send their kids to school. Yeah. And yes. like, that's like the a aliens. Huge... <laughs> and the aliens. What about the aliens? <laughs> it's just like, it's all we're, related. We're, yeah, it's all Our safety with these aliens here. Who knows? <laughs> but I do just feel like, I don't know. I feel like we're doing it wrong, guys. Uh, I really do. So maybe we move the future well, homestead to a different country. Instead of America. I'm in. I'm in. Girl, I mean, say Barcelona one more time me. and I'll pack my bag. So. Or what are our thoughts on Canada? I'm oh, feeling no. good about it. I'm feeling Danny, good about Danny. it. Danny's like too soon. Maybe, maybe not know. with the flies, but. Maybe a different yeah. part of Canada yeah, that's closer sure. to like, you know, things, but. Oh my God. But I guess the moral of the story is like, you know, listeners, if you don't know how to cope with your emotions, neither, neither do we. <laughs> we know. Yeah. We're really we trying. Know. Wait, anxiety is very normal. Wait, so that's what I was going to say. Like, best. what if, what if we just did a little fun thing and ended off on even the smidgen little tiniest bit of a positive note and we give a little like, you know, what is something that has been a, a positive recently like a little glimmer in your life Mm. even if it's something like teeny tiny small a tangible thing a thing that you did like let's let's bring her back up shall we gals what do we got yeah i love it sarah Um, girl you go oh my gosh um i think the most beautiful thing that i've seen recently is my child is like growing so quickly and he's now nine months plus and like just He's just, I don't know, it's so cute to watch them, like, learn things and just get bigger. So that's been, like, a big source of hope and a big source of, like, happiness for me. Mm. And that is what I want to focus more time on. I love! And that's where I'm going to be cutting things off outside of that. Oh, my God. (laughs) Girl. Yes. I love that. Wait. P.S. Hold on. Bo left a little uh, sheep toy at our house, um, so I'm keeping it safe for him. 
Oh my god! Um, just so you know, I thought you were going to say I'm keeping it with no. his with his no, sidewalk that would be a chalk because Abby yeah. thought my nine month old could use sidewalk chalk, which is the cutest thing ever. She bought it for him. I sure did. But yes, it Abby, will be here when he needs it. Sidewalk chalk. That's really sweet. In uh, two years. Oh god, I'm so out of touch with the babies That's of it all. Yes. We'll get there. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, Cody. Um. Well, mine is not anywhere as cool as growing a human, but um. Nah. I had a little, like, a couple work wins today. Um, Yay. We're starting some new stuff, uh, like a dinner menu that I get to (laughs) design a dessert menu for. Oh! And I made something that was, like, actually, like, successful and good. And I made... It it was called Lemon Placette. It's, like, a lemon pudding. And it had, like, a raspberry sauce on top. And I served it in, like, a Mm. little teacup situation. Oh, love. Um, And then I made focaccia at work, which I've never made bread at work before. I make bread at home all the time, but never at work. And it was fire. So. Yes. I love that. And, like, two work wins in one day, like, never happens. So. That's so good. Cody's also been posting her TikToks again. Uh, I am. I'm freaking trying, y'all. Yeah, and <laughs> we see you. I mean, your lattes and your guac both looked delicious. Hell yeah. So. yeah! I'm branching out. We are no longer just Cody's confections. We are Cody's confections and in the kitchen. So, Cody's creation. Yes. <gasps> Cody's in the kitchen. I love that. I love yes. it. Yay! So good. Yes. Abby girl, what about you? Um, mm, mine is a book recommendation. Ooh. You guys, I was like a little reading machine this month i just was like in my zone and i was so loving it frida mcfadden is popular author she's like the colleen hoover of thriller books like colleen hoover writes all these like romances these are thrillers in my opinion better more interesting vibes so the book is never lie here it is a visual i brought it next to me for you never lie by frida (laughs) mcfadden um i my jaw was literally on the floor while i was reading this book like i haven't had that happen to me while i was reading a book in a long time and i do read a lot does it have to do with lying so it's about a psychologist and there's also like an overlap with kind of a couple trying to buy a home and there's yeah so there's this overlap with this psychologist and there's some murdery things going on and like some you know there's some spiciness it i'm not kidding you you guys like i zero percent saw the ending coming like it was just one of those Hmm. things where i want everyone to read this book it was so good so i really enjoyed it yeah it was very interesting literally i know how about that wreck um this is a book that's on my book reading list that I want to read, but I think is kind of related to what we talked about today. It's called The 4-Hour Workweek. Um, Escape Mm. the 9-to-5, Live Anywhere, and Join the New Rich, which is talking about, like, people (laughs) who prioritize their time over, you know, other things. So that's another book. But that's not my glimmer. Um, My positive note that I will end on is on my plane ride home, I watched Mamma Mia, which makes me cry every time I watch it. But Excellent. I I just finished that movie very grateful for my mom and just oh, oh wow oh, i love that woman so that really hit <laughs> oh. sorry everyone but yeah i was crying on the plane at 2 a.m um oh my god mama mia <laughs> i'm so sorry everybody else is probably asleep and they're oh my god well, on a plane like hello yeah. that's a perfect uh, recipe the for lights tears. were all off though so it was okay oh yeah. damn oh. It's those small reminders. I will say, I do think we, like, hit a lot of, like, anxiety and all of that. But, like, when I do go out, I see a lot of things and I'm like, you know what? I should really just be thankful that I am alive I and know. that I'm well and that, you know, like, my I family's I write those good. things down. Yeah. I have a list in my yeah. notes app. Um, anytime something, you know, that I notice, like, wow, that's really cute. Or, wow, that was really nice. Any little thing that I notice, boom, it's going yeah. in my notes app. Huh. Um, and it just it makes me more aware of those things. Yeah, I really want to have an episode where Danny lets us um, unlock her notes app, like a a oh an, all, a tell all. <laughs> I need the Volt app. That's like the <laughs> deepest oh, you could get into a God. person is Danny's notes app. 
10 out of 10. Yeah, for real. <laughs> it's a tough time in there. But... Oh, man. Wow. Um, Gals, we well, covered well, a lot of ground girls. there. Yeah, holy shit. We really did. We were kind of grabbing into air, too. But you know what? I think we need some of those episodes sometimes. Same. And there's, yeah, man, there's stuff I didn't even get to ask you about, but we are out of time. Cody, I was going to ask how the Barbie movie was. Um, oh, I don't. I, no spoilers. Oh, no spoilers. Uh, no spoilers. Listen, yeah, I want to see it. I have time to talk about this. Um, I will <laughs> not give you any spoilers. I will, I will not give you any spoilers. I will say that as a grown-ass woman at a movie about dolls, I <laughs> ugly cried three times. This movie is not for children. This movie is not for children. There are so I've heard many, that. Like, themes about, like, toxic masculinity versus, like, male yeah. sensitivity. I was like, are you serious? Like, Greta Gerwig, you are a fucking mastermind. I oh, oof. wow. Well, I don't care PA what girls, you think maybe about we Barbie, should see it. Go watch it. Like wow, I'm going. I will drive so, down and watch it again I with you. Like, see. It was so good. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We should plan a. Uh, I a went movie home date. and I haven't been to a guys. movie theater in years. I love that idea. I have Same. heard. I have heard it's really good. Yeah. So me good. too. So good. I cannot recommend enough. Another also, glimmer. Soundtrack. Aww. Fire. Fire soundtrack. Excellent. Oh, I listened to that new Billie Eilish song. It made me cry. Yep. Everything's been making me cry lately. Emotional gals. No, I love the trailer. I love I'm the trailer anxious. for Barbie. Where <laughs> I love the trailer for Barbie, where Ken is like, "I think I'll come over tonight," and Barbie's like, "Do what?" And he's like, "I don't really know." I, don't <laughs> I love that. Oh my god, I love, I love that. Oh, no, honestly, so good. Oh yeah. Ugh. Well, good. that you guys is really just for all. We yeah, know. guys. Thank so. you for listening. Like this is a yes. this, this is seriously. I mean, I. Personally, I feel better than when I started this episode. This was therapeutic. This, yeah. I felt good about this. Yeah. So hopefully this was a good chat. you too, honestly, guys. Like, truly, mm-hmm. thanks for listening. Our listeners, yeah. And Ma'am. we appreciate you. Yeah. Yep. All right, we guys. We love you. We'll see you yeah, next see time. see you love soon. You. Love you. <laughs>